Hilchus mal v'leva, the laws of buying and lending, parak chamishi, halacha aleph, continuing the laws of the prohibition against taking interest or giving interest to a Jew. Hoyvik chacham megertayisha, ve'adalash is non-Jew, or even a gertayisha of a non-Jew who keeps the seven laws of noyach. Wait a second. 246? Yes, sir. You borrow from them and you are allowed to lend. So lending and borrowing is permitted. It says, Do not uh, take interest or, or charge interest to your brother. Also to your brother, the fellow Jew is prohibited. Shower to the other rest. Everyone else is permitted. It's permitted. So again, taking or giving interest to a non-Jew, taking interest from a Gentile, or giving interest to a Gentile, whether he's an idol worshiper, whether he's a ben noyach, are both permitted. It's actually a mitzvah according to the Rambam to, to deliberately charge interest to a idolatrous non-Jew. Shemar says, the nachri tashich to the nachri, you shall surely charge ribbis. But you it says mitzvah say lahashich lev kachav or the goy it says. What's the terminology? <coughs> okay, so according to the Rambam, it could be any goy, even not lev kachav. Okay, because the center changed it. All right, any event, the biyash modamdu. Yeah, not an uncommon thing. The censor made it look like that the Rambam was talking about those, those going who are idol worshippers, but today's going are different. Lavdaf can certain things. Sometimes, yeah, but not. Shemrat says, you should charge interest to a Gentile. This is actually a mitzvah, that's the basic that one may and in fact should charge interest to a non Jew, and you can take a loan from a Gentile with interest. The Rebbe explains in the Sikha that if you have a legitimate way, of taking interest from a non-Jew by lending money because it's permitted, then you must do so according to the Rambam, it's a mitzvah, because that gives you an avenue to take their material and make it more spiritual, make it more holy. Mm-hmm. So if you can charge interest, you must charge interest. Base. Why, also, why isn't it... Uh, 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 why isn't it... Uh, 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 we'll take it as a... Um, no, so, so you could say that you're allowed to, that you're supposed to. I think that's, that, that's, that's the pshat. Okay. However, that's not However, the Chum prohibited a Jewish person. Rabbinically, it's forbidden for a Jewish person to lend a goy, a, a, a fixed ribis. In other words, a type of ribis, if you would lend it to a Jew, would be biblically prohibited. That exact type is rabbinically forbidden to a non-Jew. So there's a fixed amount. I lend you 100, you pay back 110. I lend you 100, you pay back 1% per month. That's forbidden. Uh, unless you need to do it, the base only enough to, to 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 survive and pay your bills, but not just to accrue wealth. Yeah. Why? It's a very attractive thing to start lending money this way, and to hang out with the goyim, and to lend money, and hang out in the in the, in the in the casino, constantly be the guy everyone goes to, and you're gonna learn from the goyish ways. Therefore, you're allowed to borrow money from a goyish lender with interest. You're gonna run away from him. You don't want the guy chasing you for the money back. So if you're borrowing from a guy in interest, that's fine. The chum doesn't have a problem with that. The problem is lending them. You're going to want to be around them. Now, the post can say that 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 that, that, that late, later generations, late, uh, uh, after the Ramam, the Chachamim were revatal this gazera. First of all, Pasha didn't need to survive. There's the only thing they could do. They couldn't own land. It was against their laws to own land. They were barred from most professions. The Jews had to become moneylenders. Pasha to survive. And therefore, it's considered the, basically their basic necessity. And also because uh, the fact is that the Chalal to do business in Europe you had to be involved with Goyim. There was no Jewish, Jewish economy. It wasn't like Eretz So anyways, you're around the Goyim. So it wasn't a problem. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't, you weren't gaining anything. However, even in that time when it was forbidden to lend a Goyim on interest, a Tavon Chacham was not accustomed to be around Goyim and therefore learn from them. 
He's not, you cannot attach this as he's not accustomed to be around them, to learn from them, or he's not prone to learn from them even when he's around them, whichever you want to learn. He is allowed to lend money to a guy on interest. Even though it's not for his survival, it's simply to accrue more wealth, that's okay. Now, until now we're talking about lending a guy interest, the type which would be biblically prohibited for a Jew. But if it's the Chavakri, the interest which even to a fellow Jew is only rabbinic, the only geyser with a non-Jew, the rapist, which would be biblical if the person was Jewish. But, a decree. But interest which is across the border rabbinic, even to a fellow Jew, there is no problem to, to lend that to a guy at all. Alright. Gimel. When a Yid borrows from a Gentile money with ribis, he wants to give it back to pay back his loan. Okay. Fine. You find another Jew. And the Jewish person says, Oh, you're paying back your loan that you're going to give this guy, that you borrow from this guy. And the Jewish says, the person says, Yes, I borrowed $100. I pay back 1% a month. It's been 10 months. I have to pay back, let's say, you know, $10, $110. And I want to pay back as soon as possible so I shouldn't have to pay any more interest. But Amla, the guy who says to him, Listen, don't pay the guy back. Finally, give me the money. I need the money. But he's not going to lend it to you. He doesn't like me, whatever it is. Give it to me. I'll give it to me, and then the gentile. A year from now, I'll pay it back. The guy is going to say, "Hey, where's my where's my money? It's been twelve months. That's twelve months of interest. I'll give the money to you, and you'll pay it back back to him." That's a, that's a, biblically forbidden. Essentially, what you're doing in that scenario is borrowing money from a Jew with interest. You're just using 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 the funds that fronted by the guy. I feel like the even if they have this conversation in front of the guy, he says, "Listen, Mister Guy, here's the money. I'm ready to pay you back. I'm giving it to him." He's going to pay you back, right? I'm giving it to him. He's going to pay you back. Responsibility is now on him. Uh, but just be aware of that. And, uh, and whenever he gives back you, he'll give you the extra interest. That's still also because ultimately the money is still this Jewish person's. Because at the end of the day, don't forget, he, uh, even though the guy agreed, right? And even if, for example, the guy agrees in a way that um, the... That, that the um, the point over here is, is that is that the guy agrees, but the guy still has a uh, hold on the first Jew. And if the first, second yid who he agree, skips town, he'd go over to the first guy and say, "Hey, where's my money?" So therefore, essentially, the money is the money is the responsibility is still on the first original borrower. And therefore, it's really like the really like Jew number one is really lending Jew number two money on interest, right? That's essentially what's happening over here. And therefore, it's still prohibited. Ad unless sheitel have of the guy to make it permit, permitted, the the Jew must pay the Gentile back. The Gentile takes the money and says, "Thank you very much. Have a nice day. I don't want to ever see you again." I don't have to see you ever again. And then, then give it to the second Jew as a brand new loan. That's okay. If that's not the case, it's problematic. Okay. Now we'll talk about the flip, the flip side. So in other words, what are we saying over here? If, if, if you don't actually hand the money back to the guy, then whatever, even the guy says, yes, with my blessing, give the money to your fellow Jew and he'll, and he'll pay me back. What's happening is, is that we're considering that it's a loan between Jew number one and Jew number two on interest and the guy is just a shliach. Just, now, normally a guy can't be a shriach for yid, but here we're being stringent and saying like that. Let's talk about the flip side now. When a guy borrows from a Jewish 
lender, Jewish person with interest, which is fine. And the guy wants to pay back the Jewish lender. The Jewish person meets the Gentile and says to him, give me the money because I want to, I'll use the money. Listen, don't pay back the Jewish person the, you know, the, the money with interest per month that, you pay, that you, he wants from you now. Give me the money. I'll take responsibility for the loan. And after that happens, whenever I pay him back, I'll add the interest. That's fine. Why is that fine? Because again, over here, what's happening is, is that it's, it's, is that it's really the Gentile lending the second Jew and the, and, and covering the, and the Gentile is taking responsibility. So the Jew is paying back the other Jew on behalf of the Gentile. So the Jew who met this guy running to pay back his loan is essentially acting as an agent between Jew and non-Jew. That's not a problem. Mm-hmm. A Gentile can give a Jew interest if a, 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 with a Jewish agent. So that's not a problem. Exactly the flip side. Right? Oh, yeah, we talked about that. Now, we made that this, however, unlike the previous case, we had to actually pass it hand-to-hand to change, to change the guards. We immediately at Yisrael, if they come back to the Jewish person, and the guy says, Mr. Jewish banker, Mr. Mr. Goldstein, I'm going to give this to your fellow Jew, and he's going to pay back on my behalf whenever he does with the interest. Even if the guy hands the money to the Jew with his hand, and since he's doing so with the Jews' agreement, the Jewish person says, okay, I agree. So over here, if the established a fixed amount, let's say the term is quick, right? Fixed interest, right? That's your biblical rebus. If the Jewish, if the goy handed the money back to the Jewish wealthy man and the Jewish wealthy man gave it to the fellow Jew and said, okay, here's the money, pay me back with interest, that's obviously a problem. No, that's a no-brainer. That's Mamash Ribbis. The Chiddush over here is in this scenario, even though he didn't hand it back to the Jew, the goy just gave it to the other Jew, the, the goy gave it to the, to the Jewish person and the Jewish lender agreed for the exchange we don't view it just as, you know, the, the Jew is, is an agent between, or we don't view it as, as if the, um, the, 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 uh, the guy is the, is the we, we do view it, excuse me. We do view it as if the guy, the original <coughs> borrower, is just a shliach between the two Jews. So, so in this case, we're more machmir, uh, uh, and we look at it as if, that the fact that the Jewish person nods his head and, and agrees to the exchange, it's as if you handed it back to the Jew, and he handed it to his fellow Jew with interest. So here we're, we're, we're marking both directions, right? We're, we're, uh, we could we treat it as, uh, as, uh, as, so when it comes to this the previous scenario, in order to avoid the problem, you have to actually hand it back to the lender and the lender has to give it to the other to borrower. The Over here, that, that's the only way out of it. Over here, we're marking the other direction. That unless you do that, it's problematic. So both, both, both directions, okay. So is the person who says, hey, I'm taking over the loan. Is he considered just a, an agent between the original borrower and, and lender? Or is he considered a new borrower? But well, we're machmer both ways. If it's a question of a Jew lending to Jew, we look, whichever way we look at it to make it strict, that's the way we, we do it in order to avoid the problem. Hey. Also, the Israel, he says, Yid is not allowed to give his money, hang his money literally by a goy. So I have a great neighbor. I say, open up, a, open up a money lending business in Crown Heights. Yid is speaking money lending business. I'll front the cash, you lend the money, and then we'll make ribbis. So to have them lent out to... Um, Yidden on ribbis, right? That's obviously forbidden. Um, right? But the prophets, that, that's usher, essentially. When a goy lends a Jewish person with interest, okay, when a goy lends a Jewish person money on interest, which is obviously okay, that's fine. For a Jewish person to have a fellow Jew co-sign on his mortgage, on his mortgage is not allowed. I mean, not today. I'm talking about this. Again, it's not a lachashir, right? In times of the Rambam. Why? 
Since by non-Jewish law, a co-signer means, a guarantor means, that you now are fully responsible for the loan, and I can go straight to you and not worry about that guy, what we call it, Arav Kablan, if you will, even more than Arav Kablan, Arav Kablan means that I go whichever you I want, I go to you, I go to your co-signer. <laughs> by them, it was even more of a to say that you go straight to the, the Arav, so you're co-signing, you'll pay me back, and you fight with the guy who borrowed from me. As soon as I co-sign this loan you got from the guy for $100, it's as if the guy gave me the $100 and I'm giving it to you on interest. That's essentially what you're doing when you're co-signing. That's not allowed. If the guy agrees to treat this as a, as a, as a co-signer according to halacha, which is that you, you don't go to the co-signer first. You first go to the, the borrower. <coughs> the borrower is bankrupt, then you go to the co-signer, that's permitted, that's not considered, um, um, uh, that's not considered as if you lend your fellow Jew on interest. That's just as basically essentially as if the, 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 um, the, the, the guy lent you $100 and the guy agrees to pay back 110 it's as if the co-signer lent his fellow Jew $110, which he has to pay back, which is fine. That's not a problem. As long as he agrees to treat him as a, or if the halacha does. Okay, vav. When a yid borrows money from a goy with interest, and they, you know, it's been every month is one percent, and you know, one percent builds one percent. They sit down with their calculators. What's that machine in the back of the day with the, with, the, with the beads? You have to go on the whole uh, the old fashioned calculator before technology. They sit down like a cheshbon. How much do I owe you? Here's the number. Fine. We we we, we formalize. We continue. We verbally agree. This is the new. This is the sum total you owe me. That's the milva. Okay. Now that doesn't mean it won't grow. It might grow still. But now we clarify, this is the amount you owe me. Okay? So the guy owes the Jewish lender interest. And this guy, then he goes, I want to be Jewish. He becomes a yid now. So can you collect this money from this, this Gertzedek? If we had the conversation and agreed the dollar amount that he owes him and established that as the loan, um, uh, um, if that happened before he became a Jew, so as a guy, we agreed, I lent you $100, now you owe me one hundred thirty-eight dollars and twenty-nine cents. Fine. The next day he becomes a gerzedek. Goyev is a karen veribis. I can take everything because we established it as a amount, and then you megayer, and so it's like it's like it's like the moment we say that it's like it's like a, it's like a, it's, a, it's a um it's a fixed amount, and then the fact you megayer afterwards is not, not a problem. However, so, excuse me. So what did I? So what did I? Yeah, that's how. That's if if they had that conversation before the gear. The imnishish guys up to them. If it's after the gear. They sit down, they say, listen, when you were a guy, I lent you $100. Now, like a cheshbon, it's been this amount of months, now you owe me this, $138. So then, goyvus a karen of the in that case, you cannot take the ribbish, only the karen. Because, once, one, because since you didn't establish it as a separate halva, by you trying to take more than you lent him when he was a guy, that now that he's a yid, that's considered taking ribbish from a yid. So, in other words, we don't necessarily look at the time of the halva. In both these scenarios, the time of the halva, the halva was he was a guy. There's no problem that happened over there. The question is, the ribbish you're collecting from him, he's a yid. So I lent him, he's a guy. I collect the money back, he's a Jew. Can I take the interest? When you establish the amount, if that happened when he was already a Jew, that's called establishing interest with the Yid. If the conversation about clarifying the number happened before he became a Yid, then, then that, that, that time was okay. The fact that he was a guyer is not a problem because it's considered one big halva. It's as if you lent this scared set like $138, even though factually it was 100 Ah, well, however, this is interesting. I'm sorry, what did I say? So this, this is uh, the Yid lent money to the guy. Sorry, no, the, 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 the Yid lent money to a guy who's the guy. Now, Sorry, no, the first case was a Yid borrowed from a guy. 
What did I say? A yid borrowed from the guy. Yeah. And the question is paying back and getting ten grievous. Can you pay back and get ten grievous? That was the conversation. However, it's the reverse. Here, the guy borrowed from the yid. The and then they they say, okay, how much is the, you owe me? One hundred thirty-eight dollars from the hundred I lent you. FLP, even though even the conversation happened after the gear. Needless to say, this would be true if the conversation happened before the gear. But even though after he was a gear tzedek already, they said the hundred I lent you last year. Now you owe me one hundred thirty-eight. He kicks the red can and the ribis. Why? That's the you shouldn't. You're taking ribis from a gear tzedek. So, we don't want people casting down on the gear and saying, no, why he was a guyer. To have, get, out of, get out of having to pay ribbis. It's going to look fishy. And therefore, the chum weren't gazer. It's only the rabbanon. The chum weren't gazer, so they shouldn't be, it shouldn't look like, look, look fishy. Right? Now, the yid is allowed to collect from him after the gear all the money of ribbis that he was chayiv when he was a guy. In other words, what Amman's point seems to be saying is that, is that the month that passed after the year, that every, every month, 1%, it increases. But the months that happened after the year, that he doesn't collect. So he lent the money. Ten months later, he was Megayer. Seven months after that, he wants to get paid back. He only collects 10 months interest, not 17 months interest. Vised, why? So vised, because that's, that's already a problem. And we're not chayish because he was, you know, he was Megayer. He was Megayer not just to get out of, he was Megayer to stop the interest from growing. We're not worried people are going to say that. We are worried people will say he was Megayer to have to pay zero interest. But to say he was Megayer after uh, obligating 10 months of interest to stop the interest from growing, that's, that's not, we're not worried about Kumtais. Okay. Zion. That's what I'm just pointing. I'm just pointing is that, that, that all the time, in the event that it wasn't a, ro- a loan of $100, he paid back $110, regardless of the, regardless of the next day or the next decade, in the case where it was growing, it, grow, it, it grew with time. Whatever time passed between the loan and the gear, that's the interest he collects. No, but not past that. Zayin mitzvah Even though he says mitzvah to lend the guy with interest, it's more important than mitzvah to lend your fellow Jew without ribis. Let the lend the guy with ribis. I, I can't give you halva my chavrusa. I have a guy after lend interest too. Right? It's very important. No, the mitzvah is to give the yid first. Then, then if you have money over, give to the guy. Okay, zaches. We had this last halacha of Pirus Perik. A person is not allowed to give money. Remember, we learned about Hilchas Shulchan Veshutim in Perik Ches, about a Hetar Iska, the whole concept of making investment. No, but he's saying him something. That was yesterday, yeah, the last, last halacha. But you remember the whole concept of giving someone money for investment, the whole concept of Hetar Iska, we learned about that in Shulchan Veshutim. So now you're not allowed to give a person money for investment in the way that you're basically guaranteed not to lose. And only, only gain. Either you're going to break even or you're going to gain. Not, you're never going to lose. That's a vakribis. Why is it a vakribis? It's a, it's a derechribis because, because basically by Alva, right, I give you $100, you must pay back 110 No monkey business. I don't care how well your business did, how poor it did. You have to pay back 110 more than I gave you. So over here, I'm giving you an amount and, if there's a, and, and I'm not going to lose it. I'm guaranteed to, to, to gain. Or, or not. It's not mamash ribis though because because you're not guaranteed to gain. You might, you, might, you might break even. So that's why it's a vacuous. You do not call it Russia. If he gives it, what if he does it? He does this. Does the, so then, we don't, we don't let this happen. person gives a guy, says, here's $100. So, and even if you use the Hetar Iska method, right? which remember, what Hetar Iska? I give you 100 to invest. Make a profit, we split the profits. How is it not this? Because we split in half. 
50 is a halva. That money that accrues on that, that's yours. I don't take one more penny than that. Only $50 and no more. The other 50 is a pikadin. If you make profit on that, that's for me. Now, there's a risk that if there's an anus, that half I lose. The other half I'm guaranteed. That's why it's okay. So, so if I do it in a way that we say that, that um, if I do it in a way that we say that, that the tenai is that um, if there's, a, 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 let's, say, let's say, a loss, I get back the hundred. Here's a hundred. Okay, so here's the vart. I'm giving, what's pat rochuk le, kar of the sachuk le hefsid. Here's a hundred. If, I, I'm getting back a hundred or more. If there's a profit, we split it 50-50. If there's a loss, I get back a hundred no matter what. That's essentially, a, that's a vakribus. And if someone tries to do that, we don't let that happen. We do the deal according to halachas of hetiriska, which means if there's a profit, then we do whatever the percentage was. I, I said 50-50, it could be, you know, 75-25. And if there's a loss, we looked at Hilcha Shuchim Veshutvin, then you use the inverse principle of the reverse to create the, what, the, what, the, what, the, what the terms are if there's a loss. So we don't let him do that thing. Guy comes back, sorry, all $100 was lost. Or I only have $10 left. You don't let him tell him, okay, what the deal was, you have to pay back 100 No. We, we, we do with the other 90 lost what the principles of Hetaris could tell you to do based on what the agreement was if there would be a profit. But we don't know about that over there. How to, do, how, to, how to flip it around and make the same, the same, the same whatever, you, whatever you said. Let's say I would say um, uh, $75 is, is, um, is a loan. $25 is a, let's say here's $100. You invest, I get 75% of the profits. That means $75 is a pecadin. 25 is a halva. So if there's a loss, you use those same numbers to figure out how much he has to pay back. Right? Only, only, um, only 25%. And that 25% gufa, you have to deduct a certain amount as a schar for the, the wage of me working with your money. So it shouldn't be written. Yeah? A person gives him money and it is basically close to loss and, and far from a gain. In other words, he says basically, take the money, invest it. If there's a profit... Um, so if, if there's a loss you're not responsible if there's a profit we'll split it right punk faket that's the right way to do things that's that, that's uh, yeah tess you're not allowed to have a guy sit in your store and say here here's my store take over my store manage it we'll split the profits here's money buy produce and we'll split the uh, sell the produce buy produce do what you can profits. <laughs> So why can't you do that? Because that looks like a vakaribus, right? I'm giving you a hundred dollar donkey. You turn into a thousand dollar donkey, and we split down one hundred fifty fifty. Essentially, I'm giving you something. I'm getting back interest for it. That's not allowed. And then king nasan leisachla amad bezoni. How do you get around the problem? It, yeah, wasn't, it wasn't as all words. It's an asik. Right, but about a vakaribus, and just like if it was cash, you must do the same thing, which is giving the guy a, living, a wage. In turn, for his for his work for you, the other thing we learned you could do. Remember is you give him a higher percentage. Here is the terms of how much is yours, how much is mine, and then we have to add a detail, one more one more percent for you for this as a schar. Isn't, isn't that the most simplest way to get a, get a, get away from it? Was, yeah, yeah, that's taking out of back rebus, yeah. or, or giving us a salary. Right? Yeah, yeah, no, but the stamas you can't you can't stamas here. I'll give you hundred dollars. 
I'm paying back 110. I'm giving you. I'm giving you a salary in order to in order to, in order for the, for the trouble. But that's that's essentially that, that's still ribus. This idea of paying him in, as compensation gets around the vacuum. It doesn't get around Mr. Eisen. Okay. The other thing you do is give the guy that that let's say that the percentage that you'll gain if there's if there's a, a schar is more than the inverse if there's a loss. That's also considered paying him a, a, not a fixed amount but a percentage amount. As we learned in Okay, so the point is again the same. This is all. We talk, this is really. A, this is to that to, to those to that parak. Where the point is again that you that you have to give the person compensation when you're giving him something, either cash or merchandise, and he's giving you back more than you gave him. In, uh, 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 but again, but not as a loan, as a, as a, as as like as as a deal that you that I'm giving you a part 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 loan, part investment, part pekadim. You're going to give me back and, and, and do the investment for me as an exchange for my agreeing to lend you money. That's a vakribus. You're giving me a favor. So I, so I have to pay you for that favor. It's not a vakribus. Okay, good. A person who partners with this fellow with cash or with or real estate, or he gives him an ASIC, as we said. You should not put this schar, meaning the, the profit, like, like whatever. What is iska? This is because the agreement that you, if you make an investment with another Jew, so it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be a problem of interest. So, as I described just a moment ago in the previous halacha, yeah, that's what that is basically. So, um, um, so I, I thought sacher means the pekodin half. That's not what it means apparently. Let's, let me think one second over here. So. So, so basically, a person a person becomes a shutif with a cash or with or with land, or basically he gives him the money and oh yeah sorry so he gives him money and let's say he says here uh, invest this hundred dollars I'll get back seventy five percent of the profits you get twenty five percent which means that seventy five percent of the hundred dollars is considered a cotton twenty five percent is a halva. Yeah, so you should not combine the profit with the original amount, right? As a, as a single sum in a star. Why? In other words, the goal they're saying is they're saying essentially here's hundred dollars, and if you whatever you turn it into, and here's here's the here's the amount you're committing to bring back, let's say, uh, as a profit. What if what happens is is that there's no schar? The guy comes back. He says, "Listen, I invested. I broke even. Here's hundred dollars back." The words, the words going to come to ribis. In other words, maybe there's not going to be a schar. Maybe there's going to be, let's say, uh, a loss. And, and uh, or even if he breaks even, he's not going to believe him. He's going to acquire him to pay more than he gave him. Essentially, he's going to say, I don't believe you. The Mepharshite explained basically that, that uh, even if it says clear to Heter Iska, he's going to make him pay back more than the hundred because there was an agreement you pay back, you know, this amount or this percentage. And basically, the point is, is that if you put in a single star, you're going to um, end up taking ribis. So what I thought this meant was essentially that he has to make one star one of my example of $75, one star is a halva, $25 as we call it in a separate star. That's what I thought this meant. This way, you're not going to come to take more than you're supposed to, but I'm not sure if it actually means that. Similarly, should not give him money that's what, that's what this is saying over here. You should not give him money as an asik or a shutfis and say it's a milva. Why? Because he says that now I invest $100 in this business 
or I'm giving you a heter iska, I'm giving you a hundred dollars a heter iska. What if the guy passes away? Shema Yomas, the Imtah Shashtabi at the Yerush, Yerush has a shtab that he owes a hundred dollars. The Gaiva Be'as at Yerush, What if there's a loss and, and, uh, and he's going to end up getting, if, 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 in this case where he loses a hundred dollars, how much does he have to pay back? Only 25. But the Shtar says a hundred. He's going to pay back seventy-five dollars in Ibis. That's why he shouldn't do that. He shouldn't combine it with Shtar. Yidalif. Also, Lachdim Ibis, Lachdim Ibis, now have to pay interest uh, uh, early or to pay it afterwards. Kate said, for example, if it's a deal that if we if we stipulate that you have to pay more, that's Ibis to Raisa. Here he did make a deal, but still it's not it's not it's not appropriate. It's not the opponent's us. Kate said, for example, Nasan, men, I want to borrow money from you. I'm sending you gifts to money and flowers, so you should lend me money. That's ribis that's given early. It's 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 shady ribis early. Love him, men, and bechlem. He borrowed from him, and he gave money back. And then, as a response to the fact that I have money by, by you have money by me, and I'm, I, I I feel getting nervous at me, so I uh, I pay you back already, actually, even. But I give you a gift. That's late ribis. Again, it's the rabbanon. Okay, if he did it, why is it only rabbanon? Because it wasn't in a stipulated amount. He never used to say hello to him in the morning. Also, like Now say hello to him. Because that's a verbal rubus. Now say hello to him. Now say hello to him. Because that's a verbal rubus. Now say hello to him. 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 Now say hello to while the money is by you, not allowed to teach a mikra, not only in a place where teaching mikra was a paid wage, it's a monetary value, even a place where, like your mother, everywhere, everywhere, you're not allowed to take money for, calls the man, while the money is by you, if you were not before, you wouldn't do it, Shemad says, every word, again, because it looks like Rebbe, you're doing a response for the hava. Now, Afterwards, you could, even, even though before you learn with him, you could start with him afterwards. Amma says, calls Masha must be odd because it's Tamil third. All right, you give him. person lends his fellow, they don't tell him, listen, dying by his plane and complaining. Here's the halva, here's the money I'm lending you. Uh, by the way, if this guy comes, shows up in town, just be aware of it. Like, wink, wink, be nice to him in response to the halva. And he's my friend. Honor him, give him food. And give him drink because essentially you know, it's not mamish ribis deraish. Not giving it to me, giving it to him. But but um, so that that's that's problematic. And possibly even in a case where that that that, that uh, okay, let's see. There's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a wrinkle in this halacha. Let's see in a second. You doubt? Yeish tevarim shein kamay ribis mutar. There are things which are similar to ribis, but they're mutar. You have a shtar that says you owe him a hundred dollars. Pay back in one year. Now um, you need cash now, but he needs cash now. So what's the, so what's the vart? So I'm going to so I'm going to I'm going to buy the star for ninety dollars. So uh, so so it says so 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 you have a star that he owes you hundred dollars a year from now, but that's in a year from now. You need cash now. So fine. So I, I'll get paid back from him a year from now hundred dollars. Here's ninety dollars. So I'm, I'm giving ninety, getting a hundred. But it's two different people, so it's okay. Here's a dinner. Give me a favor. Lend this guy hundred dollars. Here's a dinner for me. Biblically, ribis is only forbidden between the lender and borrower. If there's a third person involved, it's, it's only in midarbonim. And in fact, over here, the Rambam says it's mutter. The person is can tell his fellow. Here's a dinner. Do me a favor. Talk to the bank. Tell him to give me a, let me alone. The, the Jewish bank. I'm giving you schar to convince him. It's not the problem. Now, if you give it to the bank, that's the problem. The Jewish bank. Okay, test 
There are things that are mutter, but you now do the Rabbanon because it's a Rabbanon, it's cunning, it's a circumventing ribis. Now, a vac ribis is more serious than the Rabbanon, in, in which the lender cannot demand it. It's just, if, if the borrower paid it already, he can't demand it back from the lender. Here, it's even, even, even the, the lender could demand it, but it's just, it's, so it's a lower level than Rabbanon. Kids, for example, Amal, he says, have any money, let me money. Amal, he said, I have no cash. Here's $100 worth of wheat. He gives $100 worth of wheat, and the deal is you pay back $100. Fine, I'll let you merchandise. The Chazalak Amen of Metishim, that night they say, Where's the wheat? You sold it? No, no one to buy. You know what? I have some cash. I'll buy it for 90. Deal? Deal. Here's 90. So I bought the wheat from you. Now you're going to pay, you have to pay back 100. So it looks like I gave you 90 for 100. Here's the Mutter, it's Mutter, it's Mutter, but the Chum asked it because it looks like ribis. It's Aromas ribis. It resembles ribis. So you're not going to teach him, like I gave you 90, I'm getting back 100. That even though you shouldn't do it, even in din I can demand a hundred from you. It's just someone who, for example, had a, I lent you hundred thousand dollars. In response, you gave me a field. What do you do with this field? I'll give it back to the owner as rent. Because I gave you $100,000 You're back in your field And you give me $1,000 a month every month It looks like you're giving me It looks like you're giving me $1,000 a month For the $100,000 I lent you You now have to rent money Here, here's a suitcase full of cash I'll rent it to you for $1,000 Get back to me tonight. That's not what you know, I'll do that. She ends at the is clear. It's not similar to renting out an item. Shakli the clear itself comes back, but Over here you're spending the money. If you make a promise not to spend that money, it's just cash to show off. You could talk it. But in the case we're here, I'm gonna lend I'm gonna rent you this hundred dollar bill for five for five dollars. You give me a five, I give you a hundred, you make a hundred dollars tonight. That's that's awesome with our bottom. Design. Belach Shay, do you know Melch the law? What should call me sheet and master cuts of alcohol? Any person who pays the head tax, the individual head tax, I days that shall not be stopped late, the guy didn't give it, I'm allowed I pay the head tax for Chaim Yankel, I can enslave him. Nasli Al Yodu dinner and I pay a dinner on Chaim Yankel's behalf. Even though I enslave Chaim Yankel, the value of work more than a dinner, that's okay. It's similar to the positive situation because it's legal and it's not considered a lending of interest.